Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Yeah. What you're, what you're saying what is you is oppose pipelines in Canada, but you support them in the UAE and in Brazil. That's what there you've actually specific, said. There are specific That's your double standard. It is not a double standard. It, it is, is a double standard. A, no, it's not. You, you it's make not. billions of this, dollars off Mr. foreign Collier, pipelines and you would, shut them down here at home, you, putting our people out of work. You. Well, there's an exchange, part of the exchange between a uh, member of parliament for Carleton, Ontario, Pierre Polyev, and the former governor of the Bank of Canada and the Bank of England, Mark Carney. And Mr. Polyev joins us. Did you expect it to become so lively? I did not. I, mean, I didn't realize that, uh, that Mr. Carney's answers would be so contradictory that he would have so much hypocritical window dressing uh, in that he came before the committee and basically said he wanted to shut down and oppose pipelines in Canada while uh, profiting, uh, his company profits off of purchasing foreign pipeline networks uh, from oil companies in the Middle East and Brazil and I also didn't expect him to be so evasive in dodging basic factual questions. So uh, those things came as a surprise. Let me just play about 50 seconds of the uh, of the exchange that we didn't play already, Mr. Polyev, then I'll come back to you. Here's uh, you and uh, Mark Carney. Your company and your company alone, Mr. Carney, has the legal authority to reject the subsidies that have doubled power bills on poor and working class Ontarians. Simple yes or no question. Will you turn down those subsidies to give Ontario's poor a break? Just a yes or no. Uh, Mr. Polyev, as you said moments ago, there are contracts put in place uh, between the Ontario government yeah. um, and and players in the uh, in the Ontario power market yeah. that are providing electricity for Ontarians. Overcharging. And, uh, yes or no. And so both sides of those contracts yes or no. are, are honoured. Yes or uh, no. Mr. Mr. Polyev. So I, I guess we're not going to get an answer. It, it looks like that you and your company will continue to profit off the backs of poor and working class Ontarians by taking these massive government subsidies that you wrote into a contract under your previous Liberal government. So uh, a little bit of more of the conversation that you had with Mr. Carney and Mr. Polyev. He repeatedly stated it wasn't as simple as, as yes or no, and that there are regulations in Ontario and that there's a provincial government. I listened to more of the interview or more of the exchange, uh, which dictates energy policy in the province, if I understood him correctly. So what, what, what's the takeaway from this, from this exchange that you had with him? Well, just a quick uh, refresher for your listeners. Under the previous Liberal government, um, Kathleen Wynne and Dalton McGuinty's governments uh, offered these extremely generous price subsidies for wind and solar energy. Now, this did nothing for the environment because, of course, we could all simply have bought pollution-free hydroelectricity from Manitoba and Quebec. But instead, we paid uh, three, four sometimes as much as 700% subsidies to companies to provide uh, unreliable uh, and unnecessary wind and solar. Well, one of the companies, according to the Financial Post, that received uh, a large share of this is Mr. Carney's company. Uh, And he is quite right that the contract that his company would have signed allows them to continue to receive these subsidies, but it does not require them to do so. And Mr. Tricarney has been going around lecturing people about bringing better values into business, doing what the right thing, not just doing what you can get away with. And his company and 
companies like it can get away with overcharging Ontarians because of these outrageous sweetheart deals they signed with the previous Liberal government that are locked in for 20 years or, or more in some cases. But I said, you know, why don't you do the altruistic thing, Mr. Carney, and lower the amount you're charging so that the system can lower the costs of electricity that Ontario households pay? Uh, households are paying 100% more than they were a decade ago, precisely because of these massive subsidies. When you look at your power bill today, most of it is not for electricity. Oh, I've it's seen for that. Some of the global adjustment. Yeah, I've seen that. Actually, subsidies. Mm-hmm. So uh, you also challenged him on, uh, uh, or I don't know whether you did or not, but I know he's been challenged on net zero claims he made as the vice chair of Brookfield, which Mr. Carney subsequently adjusted. And then there's the uh, the other thing that you talked to him about, and that is oil pipelines, where Brookfield, if I understood you correctly, Brookfield Asset Management invests, <clears throat> excuse me, in oil pipelines outside Canada, while you challenged Mr. Carney for his stance on the Northern Gateway pipeline closure by Mr. Trudeau in 2016. Yes, uh, that's right. So uh, I asked Mr. Carney, do you support Trudeau's decision to kill the Northern Gateway Pipeline, which would have shipped uh, Alberta and Saskatchewan energy to the Pacific Coast, where it could be shipped to Asia? Um, now, that pipeline was, going, was supported by 75% of the First Nations communities along the route, who would have benefited from $2 billion worth of wages and other revenues for their schools, hospitals, and water systems. The CEO was going to be First Nations. It would have raised wages for our people uh, in Western Canada and revenues for the all levels of government. Trudeau killed it. And I asked Carney, do you agree with Trudeau's decision? He said, yes. I said, well, that's strange because your company has bought a whole network of pipelines from oil companies in Latin America and in the Middle East. Do you support those? And of course he does. So he supports pipelines abroad that profit foreign countries and help foreign workers, but he wants to kill them here at home. So what now? How does this continue? Is this a one-off or is it going to continue? Well, Mr. Carney is mused about running for prime minister. Uh, he is has spoke at the recent liberal convention. Um, he's uh, interested in getting into politics. And um, more important than that, he is uh, advising this government and the UN on environmental policy. He has a very senior position at the UN. Yes, he he does. wants to direct governments to take certain environmental decisions. That's why I felt it was so important to point out his hypocrisy. Here he is with a company that clearly gets a bunch of subsidies that raise power bills for working class people. Uh, here he is uh, profiting off foreign pipelines while opposing them here at home. Right. Here he is. Uh, uh, he's not even able to tell us whether or not the solar panels he his company buys uh, originate in the region of China, where which is suspected heavily of slave labor, and which we know uses coal-fired generation to produce the solar planet. And Mr. Polyev, I'm only going to stop you here because I literally am yeah. out of time. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.